Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Allahumma jalil Qur'an hujjatan lana la alayna ya kareem. Alright, inshallah welcome back all the brothers. Inshallah you had a good break and inshallah this was an opportunity for you to revise and memorize and and you're coming yani, raring to go as they say. If not inshallah we'll revise over it today inshallah. Alhamdulillah we started off with al-Fatiha and we've done Ammay Tasa'iloon and Naziat and Abasa. Alhamdulillah, that's qadr azim, it's a good amount, alhamdulillah. And remember what we said, we're not looking for amount and how much we take and how much we've memorized and how much. The important thing is that we're progressing slowly, but we're understanding what we are reading. This is the most important thing. So this was the manhaj of the Sahaba, they would take 10 ayat at a time, and they would memorize them and they would read them and they would revise them and they would go over them. And then they would move on to the next ten. And this is the way it should be. For the understanding is important. And memorizing is important. But as well, my understanding what you are reading is important. Alright, Bismillah. Let's not sort of takwir, inshallah, we'll try and take. We'll read up to 14. But I don't think we'll finish 14 today, inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. إذا الشمس كورت وإذا النجوم كدرت وإذا الجبال سيرت وإذا العشار اطلت وإذا الوحوش حشرت وإذا البحار سجرت وإذا النفوس زوجت وإذا الموؤودة سئلت بأي ذنب قتلت وإذا الصحف نشرت وإذا السماء كشطت وإذا الجحيم سعرت وإذا الجنة أزلفت علمت نفس ما أحضرت سورة التكوير starts off you can divide it pretty much by the first 14 ayat and then what comes after that so the first 14 ayat are all related to each other. And what the first 14 ayat are essentially describing is the ahwal and the great things that will happen when the day of judgment comes. And these are the things that we take for granted every day in our lives as being something absolutely normal. We don't anticipate that anything would ever be wrong with them. And we'll come to know how their very nature, yani their very essence, changes completely. Changes completely. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ida shamsukuwirat, this Ida is what they call a shart. It's called a shart, a condition. <coughs> so if I say, if such and such thing happens, then something must happen. If something happens, then something must happen. Either. And you'll say from 1 to 13 is either. Either, wa 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 either, until you get to 14. 
And this is jawab al-shart. This is the, then this will happen. Alimat nafsun ma ahdarat. Is that clear? So either, wa either, wa either, wa either, except wa either al mawuda to suilat, be ayyidan bin kutilat, because there's two aling. All of them are either. So the first one is saying, either shamsu kuwirat. So on the day of judgment, what will happen to a shams? Kuwirat. Wrapped up. Minat takwir. And the Mufassirun gave the example of how a turban is wrapped around the head. How a turban is wrapped around the head. Layer over layer over layer over layer. And they gave this example because back then the Arabs, the turban was one of the ways, yani the, the, yani their preferred headwear. Nowadays Allah understand. Only the Sufis seem to wear this. So if you wear it now, they think you're a Sufi. Allah understand. But see, Yaswala, this is it's not the sunnah of yani, the, yani, where you, get, you are rewarded for, mathalan, growing long hair or wearing a turban. But this is the sunnah of, this is like the adha. It's not a ibadah per se. On that day, the sun will be wrapped. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will wrap it up. Will wrap it and wrap it and wrap it and wrap it around itself until its entire light is extinguished. Until its light is extinguished. And you now imagine the sun when you go, go outside in the daytime. Under this great creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where you can't even look at it directly. When you go outside, you can't even look at the sun directly. And subhanAllah, you understand and you appreciate the heat that it provides. And the warmth that it provides. And the light that it provides. All of these are blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now that the scientific studies have come out and they've shown you the sun and they've sent out satellite images and probes and they've photographed it and they can only get so close to the... And they've appreciated how big it actually is. So maybe back in the times of the Prophet and they didn't know the, the, the magnitude, but they appreciated that he was giving them sun, uh, giving them light and giving them heat. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this same, this same sun which is giving you heat and light is all of a sudden wrapped up and its light disappears completely... You say, subhanAllah, this is something out of the ordinary. This is something completely out of the ordinary. We have a, we have a problem, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that the sun tadnu min al-ibad yawm al-qiyamah. He said that the sun will come close to the ibad yawm al-qiyamah until it comes down. And these are the sab'a yudhilluhum Allah fi dhilli yawm la dhilla illa dhilla. And who, the person who does not have the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be under the direct sun. Qadramil. The, the span of a meal. And he will approach. And those, as we said, will have sweat either up to their ankles or up to their waist or up to their knees or up to... Even yuljamufi. And he will come up to his, according to, up, up to their يعني, nose. And they will be drowning in their sweat. For how do we reconcile this with this? Ida shamsu kuwirat. And then all of a sudden the sun is up there. So it's the order of when these things will happen. It's the order of when these things will happen. So the sun will, will come down close. But when the qada has finished, when the qada and the judgment has finished, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will then wrap the sun and will cast it into the hellfire. Will cast it into the hellfire along with those who used to worship the sun. The ones who used to worship the sun. Who are the ones who used to worship the sun? Al-Majus, Al-Furs, now the Persians, the Iranians, yes, the Rafil. Their deen is still taken from the Majus. There are aspects of their deen which still come from the Majus, believe it or not. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, innakum wa ma ta'buduna min dunillahi hasabu jahannam antum laha waridun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you and what you used to worship besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasabu jahannam. You are the fuel of the hellfire. Antum laha waridun. And this is where they said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cast the sun into the hellfire. To show those who used to worship it that it is a creation, he can do with it what he wants. And this is the exception of this, are those salihun, who were worshipped besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not out of approval of themselves, like Isa alayhi salam, mathala. For Isa alayhi salam did not tell the people to worship him, for he will not be cast into the hellfire. Is this clear? It's a matter of order. First of all, it will come close. Then when the qada is finished, when the judgment has finished, and it is known who the Ahlul Jannah are and Ahlul Nar are, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will wrap her up kuwirat and he will cast it into the hellfire. إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ وَإِذَا النُّجُومُ كَدَرْ For these stars, they are millions of light years away. They are millions of light years away. Yet with these same stars, يعني back in the days, people before GPS and before... Before this, people used to actually be guided by these stars. People used to be guided by these stars. The ships used to yani, be guided by these stars. And they were a very important uh, yani, role in people's lives. But the, the, the ibrah and the hikmah in them is that on the day of judgment, these stars that you will see, yani, they are in their, their, their same places, fixed. They are in their same place, they are fixed. Yawm al-qiyamah in kadarat. In kadarat. They will be scattered everywhere. They will be scattered everywhere. And some Mufassirun even said that even their light will disappear. Even their light will, will disappear. And this is as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Infitar, وَإِذَا الْكَوَاكِبٌ تَثَرَتْ That means they will be spread away from their orbits. For all these stars, they have an orbit. And they will be scattered away from this orbit. وَإِذَا النُّجُومٌ كَدَرَتْ يعني They will be spread out. وَإِذَا الْجِبَالُ سُيِّرَتْ وَإِذَا الْجِبَالُ سُيِّرَتْ And on that day, what will happen to Al-Jibal? سُيِّرَتْ سُيِّرَتْ should be very familiar to us. إِنْ عَمَّ يَتَسَالُونَ وَسُيِّرَتِ الْجِبَالُ فَكَانَتْ صَرَابًا سُيِّرَتْ سَارَ يَسِيرُ They will be moved from their place. They will be moved from their place. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will crush them and they will disappear. The dust will become dust. تَحْسَبُهَا جَامِدَةٌ وَهِيَ تَمُرُّ مَرَّ السَّحَابِ You look at the jibal and you consider them as something very strong and stable and يعني, they're there. يعني Mount Everest is not going to go away in a hurry, مثلا. Or even Black Mountain Tower, it's not going to go away in a hurry, subhanAllah. It's a jibal, it's a mountain. It's something huge and fixed. فَتَرَاهَا جَامِدَةٌ وَهِيَ تَمُرُّ مَرَّ السَّحَابِ On the Day of Judgment, these mountains that you saw them as something big, they will pass away, they will disappear until the earth is flat. Qa'an safsafa, like it's a, it's a flat plain. This is how the earth will be. وَسُيِّرَتِ الْجِبَالُ إِنْ عَمَّ فَكَانَتْ صَرَابَ It becomes like a mirage. A mirage, that means now you see it, first of all you see them, and then all of a sudden you don't see them. So you see the mountains like you see the mirage. It's there, but then it's not there. This is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make them disappear. وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ Alright, so Allah then says, what else will happen on this day? وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ 
وإذا العشار عطلت وإذا العشار العشار is referring to the pregnant she camel the, the, the pregnant she camel it was من أنفس أموال العرب يعني the most valuable things that the Arabs had the most valuable thing that the, the Arabs had because a, a pregnant she camel means that there's another camel going to come and لربما it grows and grows and grows and grows they used, to, they used to pay very close attention to this one. They used to love this camel. And they used to pay close attention to it. And they used to look after it and maintain it very well. And give it everything that it needs. And this is where the ayah is saying, وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ عُطِّلَتْ يعني neglected. Neglected, completely neglected. No one is there to shepherd it anymore. No one is there to look after it anymore. And this goes against Again, there is something to preoccupy them from. That their wealth, the wealth that they see in front of them, is no longer important to them anymore. Because it does not avail them anymore on that day. You can't ransom yourself, مثلا, you're a millionaire, and say, I'll ransom myself from the day of judgment with a million dollars, or with a hundred she-camels who are pregnant. You can't do this. For the only thing that will benefit you on that day is your a'mal. The only thing that will benefit you on that day is your a'mal. Your, your wealth, whatever it may be, is of no value to you anymore. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given an example which the Arabs understand. وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ When your wealth and your, يعني your, يعني your livelihood depended on these animals, then you would understand this method. But it is still relevant today. وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ الْوُحُوشُ are, what does it say, wild beasts in your book? As opposed to non-wild beasts, huh? What's a wild beast? Like a lion, huh? And a tiger, leopard. So wild, this one is only saying wild beasts, this one. So we're restricted to wild beasts. And cows are not included and horses are not included and, and uh, camels are not included and here, the wuhushia means, it's not just the wild animals, this is the yani, problem with your translation. It's referring to all the beasts, all the animals. All the animals, they will be gathered on the Day of Judgment. Hushirat. Hushirat means that they will be gathered. All the animals will be gathered. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا مِن دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا طَائِرٍ يَطِيرُ بِجَنَاحَيْهِ That means there is not a beast on this earth or a, or a bird that flies with its wings. إِلَّا أُمَمٌ أَمْثَالُكُمْ Except that they are umam, yani groups like you. مَا فَرَّطْنَا فِي الْكِتَابِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ That means we have not left anything. Everything has been accounted for in Al-Kitab. ثُمَّ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يُحْشَرُونَ Then all of these dawab, these animals and these birds, يُحْشَرُونَ Just like this ayah saying, وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ Why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gathering the beasts on this day? Why do you think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is getting all the beasts and, and gathering them together? All the beasts, all of them. The hisab of the animals. What does the hisab of the animals per se demonstrate? But what does this actually show? When the animals, even between the animals, يعني they're getting their justice. What does this show? It shows ahsan, it shows the, the adil, at-tam lillah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It shows that the adil of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala extends to that day even to the animals. Even to the animals. For if the animals are being treated with this fairness and with this justice, فَمَا بَالُكَ بِمَا فَوْقَهُمْ Above them. 
that they will be. Yani the, the, as the hadith says, the, the animal with the horn doesn't necessarily have to be a ram. It could be a bull, it could be any other animal with a horn, yes? As if he has a horn and he hit the one without the horn, it will be taken, it will, it will have justice and it will take justice from it. For after, after, after they have been taken their justice, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will turn them into dust. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will turn them into dust. And this is where we said at the end of Ammay Tasa'alun, وَيَقُولُ الْكَافِرُ يَا لَيْتَنِي كُنْتُ تُرَابًا The kafir will say, I wish I was dust on that day. وَلَرُبَّمَا that We said that one of the reasons why he wishes that he was dust is because he sees that the animal, what will happen to the animal, they will have their dust, dust. There's no jannah, there's no nar, there's nothing. But he will wish that he was like this animal. يَا لَيْتَنِي كُنْتُ تُرَابًا وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ On the day of judgment, يعني when you look at these oceans and you look at these seas, for you look at them and you look at the, 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 the body of water which they contain and the depths that they come, they said that even some of the depths of the ocean are deeper than the highest mountain on this dunya. The depth of the ocean, how far it goes down. And Rabbama, they can't even go down because of the pressure, the amount of pressure that there is down there. It's so dense. And that the ocean represents three quarters of this earth. Represents three quarters of this earth. Yani a quarter of this dunya is just land that we can live on. And three quarters of it is ocean. Three quarters of it is ocean. What will happen to on that day? This sea that we take for granted that we see in front of us. What will happen to it? Sujirat. Sujirat means it will be made into fire. Yani ka'anu this water, this body of water, all of, all of a sudden becomes yani a, 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 a source of, of, of fire, something like petrol or something. All of a sudden it becomes fire. So if the water, مثلاً, is now the kindling for the fire, and how much water there is, how much, how big do you think the fire will be? How big do you think the fire will be? And remember, these are the things that we said. We look at them now as being normal, but on the day of judgment, something completely abnormal will happen to them. And you can imagine when you see something that you see as something normal, and all of a sudden its nature is turned upside down. Does, not, does, not, does that not alarm you, and make you worried, and make you scared? وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ وَإِذَا النُّفُوسُ زُوِّجَتْ Nafs, we all know what nafs. What's that nafs? Soul, صح? So nafs is one, nufus is plural. All the nufus. What will happen to them? What is it in your translation? It says they'll be put in pairs, صح? Anyway, وَإِذَا النُّفُوسُ زُوِّجَتْ زُوِّجَتْ In some of the translations that say that they will be paired. And there's the understanding that zawj means a pair, and a zawj, a husband and a wife, a pair, يعني. a zawj. But in this context, a zawj does not mean pair, it means a type. It means a type. إِذَا النُّفُوسُ زُوِّجَتْ يعني The nufus on that day, the people will be put into groups and types of people. So every group will be, in, every type of person will be in its particular group. This is what it means. وَإِذَا النُّفُوسُ زُوِّجَتْ as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَكُنْتُمْ أَزْوَاجًا How many? وَكُنْتُمْ أَزْوَاجًا ثَلَاثَ صح? So it cannot mean two if there's thalatha. For this one means كُنْتُمْ أَزْوَاجًا ثَلَاثَ That means you'll be three types of people on that day. So on that day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will join the nufus and put them together. For the mu'minuna with the mu'minun and the munafiquna with the munafiquna and the kuffara with the kuffar. And there's even subgroups as well, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَتَرَى كُلَّ أُمَّةٍ جَاثِيَةٍ 
That means every ummah will come alone. Yani every ummah will come together. So the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa will come in one group. And the ummah of Musa alayhi salam will come as one. And the ummah of this, of this Nabi and this ummah, they will all come as one group or one type of people. Zuwijat. So all of this is, all of these are the things that will happen in al Qiyam. We'll stop here inshallah. And next week inshallah we'll take وَإِذَا الْمَعُودَةُ سُوِلَتْ بِأَيِّ ذَنْبٍ قُتِلَتْ Subhanakallah wa bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik.